Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I'm realizing that I could hear that in my sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and just say it. <laughs> so I'll be standing. And I would explain that. Yeah, I'll be standing in the shower, and sometimes I'll just open Spirit Sharpa right there. <laughs> oh, we are nerds. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> so we're getting physical today. Physical. Physical. You knew where I was going. <laughs> I did. I can't let a song cue hit the floor. Exactly. That would be bad juju. <laughs> so we are going to learn today how to become a spiritual warrior. Yes. Yes, we are. What the heck does that mean? Well, okay. So we, we started talking about it a little bit in the last episode when we were talking about Libby and her dreamwalking stuff. And I just, I really felt like this was the time to address that. Okay. It's very interesting. And I, I think we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. You always remember better than I do, probably because <laughs> you edit the episodes. <laughs> There's a couple of different paths that the people who come out of the environment's that we've come out of, you know, those challenge sheltered environments. There's a couple of paths that they take and they either go into warrior mode or they go into, you know, damsel in distress, right? Yeah. When we're talking about a spiritual warrior, it's going to be easier for the warrior peeps to grasp it okay. than it is for the damsel in distress peeps. However, however, <laughs> it's still going to be a challenge, right? Right. So I want to talk about it and I didn't want to talk about it earlier. 
specifically because the people who are in their warrior selves needed sort of the the underpinning piece right. in order to be able to get this part of the work. So if this is your first episode, <laughs> I would highly recommend that you stop and go back and listen to some of the other episodes, especially the ones on the personal growth and development stuff, the stages of development and the the spiritual bypass and the spirit alchemy and that sort of stuff, right? right. Because you'll want that as a foundation before you listen to this episode. Okay. There's a method to my madness. All right. Okay. So those of you who are listening for the first time and this is this is what you're here for, no. Go listen to other <laughs> stuff and then come back. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to Spirit Sherpa. This is where we tell you no. Let's give them a second so they can go. They can leave. Okay. Okay, they're gone. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I waited to do this episode until way late yeah. because it, it, it's been on the list for a very long time. It has. I did that because I was waiting to feel the energy shift to know that it was okay to do this episode. And so we're going to do it now. The piece about being a spiritual warrior is, you know, that thing that we talked in the last episode about, about being the biggest bad in the room. Right. And if you're going to do anything where you're going to be holding space and running any significant amount of magic and energy, you need to be able to embrace your spiritual warrior. David Franklin Farkas and I used to talk about this all the time. He would say, some days I think that all of our training in shamanism is just so that we don't freak out when the weird shit shows up. Right. <laughs> yep. And I was like, absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> what it's for. And so this is the thing is that you don't want to freak out when the weird shit shows up and the spiritual warrior does not freak out when the weird shit shows up. Right. Kathy tells a story about standing in the gate at a ritual that, that she was the gatekeeper for. And this big entity that, that was like bigger, its head was bigger than she was, <laughs> stuck its head up and was like, what's going on? And she went whack and wrapped it across the nose with a newspaper. <laughs> said, Go away. This is not for you. And it went, okay. And it left. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, biggest bad in the room. Doesn't matter if its head is bigger than your body. Yeah. Mine. Go away. Right. <laughs> This is the energy that we're talking about is the, the ability to be like, mm, no, at its core, spiritual warriorness is about really solid boundary setting and the ability to back it up. Okay. That's really all it is. It's very simple. And there's a great book. Dan Millman wrote the book, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, I think. That's a spiritual warrior book, right? Okay. But my favorite one is Pema Chodron's The Places That Scare You. That is a primer on spiritual warriorness. Okay. So meh, I didn't do a good description actually, because <laughs> it is boundary setting and it is the ability to back it up. But it's also, there's a third element. People think of a warrior as being an external thing. Right. You know, it's like, oh, well you go out into battle and it's, it's a physical external thing. But when you do the spiritual side of it, part of that work is also doing the inner work. Okay. You have to be willing to go into the places that scare you, which mm -hmm. is where the book comes from. You have to be willing to go into the places that scare you inside of yourself, not just outside of yourself. Warriors go into the places that scare you outside of themselves. Right. Spiritual warriors go into the places that scare you inside themselves. Okay. And so it's about being willing to be with what scares you on the inside. And on the outside, it's about excellent boundary setting. 
because it's it's about being able to to hold your own in the world. That's okay. really what that is. Claim your space, set your boundaries on your power, right? Yep. Spiritual warrior. The spiritual warrior aspect often gets misconstrued by those in their heavy warrior selves. And the reason that it gets misconstrued is because they're used to the, <gasps> right? Yeah. It's the, you know, I'm going to do my Maori dance. Yep. And it's about, you know, posturing and, and, you know, being willing to fight the good fight often for other people who didn't ask you to do it. Yeah. That is not really what it's about. That is a young buck warrior trying to prove himself on the battlefield. Picture it this way. That version of the warrior is the young buck walking up to the grizzled old warrior who is the spiritual warrior. And he's, you know, the young buck's challenging him and going, fight me, because he wants to prove himself. And the grizzled old warrior is going, sit down and have a beer with me. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't have to prove anything. Right. He's just like, yeah, I remember being you. Why don't you sit down and have a beer with me and I'll <laughs> tell you what you want to know instead of kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, I was you once and I'd like to save you the humiliation, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was just, that's, that's a spiritual warrior right there, right? It's the, I know what I can do. I'm confident in my abilities. I don't have to prove them to anyone. I'm, I'm not in a hurry to go into battle. I'd much rather just sit and have a beer and talk about it, you know? Right. <laughs> I've lost too many friends. I've, I've had too much pain. You know, I don't need to do this anymore. That's the differential from an outer perspective is that you're you're not looking for a battle, but you're also not afraid if it comes to you. Okay. So it's not that you're conflict avoidant mm -hmm. per se. You're not avoiding conflict because you, oh, I don't want to be in conflict. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's it's like, do we really have to do this? Can't we work it out some other way? Because, you know, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> not really. I'd really like to not do it this way. It's the same thing I was talking about in the last episode with, well, you could go there. And it would hurt. <laughs> Maybe you might want to make a different choice. Well, and that, that goes to the competence element that you right. talked about. And there's one thing to say you have confidence, but how do you develop that competence? Well, you practice a lot and you go out and you do stuff. Okay. And this is one of the reasons why I love the movie Doctor Strange so much is because Khartoum is spiritual warrior camp. <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, it is all about looking at your shit. It is all about practicing your energetic craft and sparring with a partner. And, you know, I mean, it's all about it. You know, I could actually run cartoon and I would have a great time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the physical side of it. I'd need a martial artist to come and do that. But all the energetics of it, I could absolutely do. And, and that would be way too much fun. But the general premise of it is valid. Mm -hmm. It's really valid. Again, don't go looking for trouble. Right. But build your courage, build your confidence, build your abilities and practice. You know, if you have a friend to practice with, practice with them. Throw some energy at each other and see if you can stop it. It's a practice session. It's a sparring session, just like if you were boxing. Right. Same concept. Did I have to do that? No, because I had a lot of challenges in my life <laughs> that brought shit in my face on a regular basis. And I just learned to, you know, do my Wonder Woman arm bracelets and ding, <laughs> ding, 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 right? Yeah. You know? It's one of those things that you learn by doing. There's no way to just know and be confident 
except by dealing with people who are trying to push you and having to push back. Okay. The other piece of it is that you have to learn where the pushback is because the natural, we talked about the resistance in the last episode, right? Yep. Resistance to, to pushing back that we have from having years and years of not doing it is big. And so when you push back, you may push back too much or too hard. Okay. And then that reinforces the desire to not push back because you've hurt somebody's feelings or you've gone too far or whatever. And even people in their warrior mode have a tendency to do this because they wait too long and they don't say something up front. The the key for your pushback is to push back immediately. Yep. The moment you are uncomfortable, you say something, you don't go along, go along, go along and then blow up. Right. Or if you're in the damsel in distress, go along, go along, go along and then passively aggressively self-sabotage or uh, sabotage, not self-sabotage, but sabotage. Yeah. Either way, you're doing something way too late. And if you just simply said, no, I don't want to do that or no, that's not okay. You'd be okay. This is the nature of the work that we're looking at and being willing to see what's inside of you at the same time and go, okay, I'm really pissed off right now. Why? They just spilled some milk. Why am I so angry? <laughs> where's that trigger? <laughs> exactly. Where's the trigger? Yep. How do I figure out where it is? How do I figure out what's going on and how do I get it undone? Right. right. That's what a spiritual warrior does. They don't point the finger at the person who spilled the milk. They point the finger at the person who's pissed off about spilled milk. Right. Because you can't change the outside world. You can only change your response to it. Yeah. Now, what you had just mentioned just before that, when you were talking about, you know, saying something at the point that it starts to make you uncomfortable, that goes to the boundary setting element. Yes. And then this part that you just talked about, that identification of and I don't want to call it an overreaction, but an unexpected response to the thing which you've you've identified internally as a trigger. It's typically an overreaction. Yeah. It usually is, but I don't want to I don't want to judge. <laughs> it's typically an overreaction. It's it's a wow, I'm way too pissed off about this. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> it's it's okay, this is no, this is not the right response to what has happened. I can understand that I'm upset or I'm pissed off, but it's milk. Okay, why is that pissing me off? Why do I want to, you know, cut their head from their body and play bowling and bowl with it? You exactly. Know? <laughs> that angry. And that you part know? has to do with the that work that you have to do to get there. Right. It's sort of the, the steps you take towards that. And right. as you reach that point, and, and I've noticed this even in myself, that I find myself stopping now and saying, okay, I'm pissed off, but there's really no reason for me to be pissed off. Let's take a look at what I'm feeling here. And you just start to do that as a, I don't want to say an instinct, but it just becomes a natural sort of way that you live at that point is to question even your own anger at that at that stage. Say, am I really angry at this person or am I angry at something else? Is this something right. that I'm redirecting? Yeah, it becomes a default self-questioning process. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. It Which really, is appropriate. Yeah. 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 If everybody did that, the world would be a happier place. And if you're in the damsel in distress mode, you've got to be careful about that constantly questioning if it's your fault, because in the damsel in distress mode, everything's your fault. Right. It's all your fault. Yeah. And you get very easily overwhelmed with 
I suck, I suck, I suck. Yeah. So for the damsel in distress people, the people who feel like they they don't really have a solid container around them, what you have to do is you have to let yourself get pissed. Right. You really do. You have to let yourself find that part of you that says, this isn't right. I deserve better than this. Yep. I deserve my space and you need to leave me alone. This is my space. I I have a right to it. Yep. You don't have a right to take up all the space in the room. This space is mine. Yep. Again with the boundaries. Yeah. That's that's the boundary piece from the damsel in distress side. And the damsel in distress folks when they get angry often will turn that into depression or sadness will they where they turn it back on themselves. But right. what we're talking about which is that questioning of why they're getting angry is not necessarily removing their sort of self-approval to get angry, which is important for them to allow themselves, like you said, if if there's a boundary crossing, being angry is okay. But it's a matter of just recognizing maybe this anger is not from this thing. Maybe it's from something else I've not worked through yet. And that's, right. that's sort of that difference. Yeah. yeah. The differential is instead of saying, oh, I took up too much space. I should make myself smaller. Right. It's why is there no space ever for me? Yep. This is unacceptable. Why do I never get a say? Why is there no space ever for me? Why is this not valid? Uh, And, you know, why am I not allowed to have volition of my own? And that is when you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't okay. That spot happens for the damsel in distress people, but they, they tend to go out and be passive aggressive and sabotage the other person instead of setting their boundary and stepping into their power. Mm-hmm. And so when you feel inspired to undermine the person that you feel has stolen your power, I'm going to remind you that they didn't steal anything. You gave it to them. Right. And you don't have to fight them for it. You just have to take it back. Yep. You just have to stop pretending that they have it because no one has your power but you. And again, I'm going to suggest the Pema Chodron, The Places That Scare You book, because it's really particularly good for uh, the spiritual warrior piece. But when you are a spiritual warrior, let's talk about the benefits, right? Mm -hmm. When you are a spiritual warrior, one is that you actually evolve as a human. Yep. And you get happier as a human. And your life gets better Hmm. all around because you start making better choices for yourself you start making choices that are more responsible and less reckless because we have a tendency to be reckless with ourselves when we're not claiming our space and owning our power <laughs> because we don't admit that we deserve to have good things. And we will make ourselves financially bereft and we'll end up living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, begging for food and, you know, begging for, you know, help with rent or whatever, because we couldn't manage to get it together. Right. And that's because you're in the damsel in distress and you're asking for people to save you. And if you're not in a position where you need saving, then no one's going to save you. And so you've got to keep yourself in that position of needing saving. Mm-hmm. So when you step into your spiritual warrior self, you no longer need saving and therefore you can be abundant and therefore you can be powerful and therefore you can have an impact in the world. Yeah. And there's all these wonderful things that come out of it. And energetically, you're the biggest bad in the room. <laughs> right? And so things don't mess with you. If they are unwise enough to choose to mess with you, they learn the hard way that it's a bad idea. 
David actually taught me a trick that I never knew. He said, go over to the other side and ask what your nickname is. <laughs> and I'm like, nickname? He's like, oh yeah, if you do enough on the other side, they, they all have a nickname for you. And I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. So I went over and asked and they told me I was the badass bitch. And I'm like, yeah, I probably earned that. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. He said, you know, anytime somebody starts to mess with you, he said, just tell them to go ask the grapevine before they decide to do that, because that may not be wise. <laughs> and just to use your nickname, say, you know, by the way, I'm the badass bitch. And you should really check with the grapevine before you decide to come at me. <laughs> he said, if you build up enough of a reputation and you just say this, then many of them will just wander off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, that's really, really educational. <laughs> It's like being the John Wick of the spirit world. Yeah. And, you know, I've tried it and it works. I'm like, do you know who I am? Maybe you should go check it out. Exactly. And, you know, then they don't come back. And I'm like, yeah, that was wise. <laughs> you get to the point where it's a lot easier. Yeah. Because you don't have to defend yourself because your reputation precedes you. You deal with it long enough and you're just like, eh, okay, here we go. <laughs> What's so funny about saying that is that the spirit world is generally smart enough not to come at your face if you've got a reputation for that. Okay. The physical world. Not so much. <laughs> you get a lot of the young bucks and they're like, oh, I could take you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is why I waited so long to, to talk about this episode. Because if you're listening to this and it's one of your first episodes and I'm saying this to you and you're in warrior mode, then you might be like, bring it. And I'm not throwing down a challenge. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that you should be shooting for being in a position where you don't have to throw down a challenge. Right. Because I'm not interested in challenging anyone. I don't have an interest in being attacked or sparring. I'm not interested. Right. So, you know, that should be what you're shooting for is to be uninterested because you feel solid in your ability to do it. Right. Where it just doesn't matter to you anymore. And it's more more of a pain in the ass than it is like, whoa, go me. It's like, oh, really? I have to slap you down? Okay, fine. <laughs> you know, really? Can't we do this some other way? No. Okay. All right. Here we go. You're not shooting to, to stand up and go, I am the heavyweight champion of the world. That is where your <laughs> ego will fuck you over. You will get fucked up if you come at it from that perspective, because that is all about your ego. Think about Sauron. <laughs> you don't want to be Sauron or Saruman taken in by the greed for power. Yeah. External power is never going to satisfy your internal need. You want to be looking inside for your power not looking outside for how to, to shift your power and, and exert your power on the world. Yeah. The irony is the more internal power you have, the more external power you have. That's the irony. And that is a great way to bring us to a wrap. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I do want to remind everyone, we talked a little bit last episode about how the podcast is doing with regards to sharing and how we appreciate everybody. But we also want to ask everybody, if you are listening, whether this is your first episode and you ignored our comment at the beginning, or this is your 83rd episode, we want you to subscribe and rate the podcast. Let us know what you're thinking. We appreciate your ears on us, but we also would love to know what you're thinking about the show. And with a, a rate and a subscription, that helps us understand 
understand that as well. And if you'd like to be part of the Spirit Sherpa community, well, why don't you go on to Facebook? Give us a looks up the Spirit Sherpa podcast after party Facebook group. That's where you can join the community, ask some questions, interact with other Spirit Sherpa listeners and Kelly and everybody else. Now, past guests, we're all there. Just hanging out, chilling, chilling, cooling. All the spiritual warriors and whatnot. Yep, we're happy to answer questions. Um, all of the the guests who have been in are, are in the after party. Yeah. Anybody you wanted to ask any question of, they're there. Just yeah. ask. And they also post some cool stuff in there every once in a while too. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a great community. Definitely check yeah. it out. Spirit Sherpa Podcast After Party on Facebook. All right. Anything you want to say to wrap up the day? Your power comes up from your stillness and your focus. And the more still you can become and the more focused you are, the more directed your power becomes and the more powerful it is. That sounded like a very coherent Yoda. Why is it was? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, folks. That's all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.